For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network, brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Breeden RV Center, family-owned and operated, a no-pressure, laid-back atmosphere, and always home of the free maintenance for life. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast, presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute. Yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. Give me the Man, it was showtime in North Little Rock on Saturday. It was fun. Big crowd. Place was full. They came looking for a show, and the players delivered. As Arkansas just blew away Bradley 76-57. to They went on a 14-1 run early in the ball game, And at that point, there was no question about who was going to win. It was just a question about what the final score was going to be. And Arkansas had a lot of fun, and I think everybody that went to the ball game had a lot of fun on Saturday, too. And that's how we begin as we start a new week on the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast. Hope you had a great weekend. There was a lot of stuff to pay attention to. We're glad to be here, and we're proud to be presented by Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. If you're a buyer or a seller, you really owe it to yourself to log on to WeikerGriffin.com. And we are brought to you in part by Bet Saracen and the Bet Saracen app. How'd you do this weekend? You got bowl games coming up. Had bowl games being played. NFL basketball. It's going to be a busy week and lots of things to keep up with. The Bet Saracen app is right where you need to be. All right, Arkansas is 10 and 1. They've got one game remaining before the Christmas break, one game remaining before conference play opens on Wednesday, the 28th, down in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Jordan Walsh is what people are talking about today when they get to the individuals. He had a coming-out party right there at Simmons Bank Arena. Had 18 points. He was the dominant player during portions of the first half of that ball game, particularly. And certainly he was the player of the game uh, for his work the entire afternoon. This was Musk talking about him post-game. He's playing with great confidence, I think, number one. He's making threes with his feet set. He's not taking a large volume of threes, but the quality of shot selection that Jordan has had has been really, really good. And then I think, you know, in Europe, he learned going to the basket to finish through contact and to go strong to the cup. I think he's really improved in that area, too, of going with some authority to the rim. Now, Walsh wasn't the only one that played well. whole team played well. And, um, again, 27 turnovers, 37 to 9 in the points off turnovers category. When you do that, you're going to win. And, you know, we saw that against Oklahoma, even over, even over in Tulsa. If you think back to a good portion of that ball game, Oklahoma either, you know, got a pretty good look 
or they turn the ball over. And those turnovers tended to lead to points. And you know, we're going to see that as the M.O., I think, of this team a good bit this year. That, that's what makes it fun. That's what gives you a chance to go on runs like 14-1. to And one or two of those in a ball game, and you pretty much put it away. And fortunately for Arkansas, it happened early on Saturday against Bradley. Hey, I know this is Christmas week, and it's the season of giving, and that's why I want to talk to you about Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. And just for a moment, I don't want to talk about getting it from contract to close and being a great negotiator and all that. I want to talk about being a great part of the community because that's one of the things they are. A few years ago, they started a program where the company and participating agents would donate a portion of their closing costs to Arkansas Children's Northwest, and they do it in the name of the client. Well, it became very popular, and um, here we are just a few years later, and they've raised almost a quarter million dollars and donated it to Arkansas Children's Northwest. So you're not only dealing with real estate professionals when you deal with Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, you're also dealing with people that care about their community. So I do think if you're a buyer or a seller, uh, they are your best bet. And you can log on to WeikerGriffin.com. Motorcycle Riders of America say... Give me the hogs, Chuck. Basketball is back, and Bet Online is your number one source. You'll find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B-L-E-A-V. Bet online where the game starts. You know you're the best, Chuck. I'm just telling you. All right, let's segue over into football. Uh, Bowl preparations beginning a little bit more in earnest for the Razorbacks now as they get set to take on Kansas. The Liberty Bowl people were up in Lawrence for Kansas' basketball game with Indiana. Uh, they did the thing at midcourt like they did in North Little Rock later in the day. They did that at the early game. They hopped on a plane, and then they flew down to North Little Rock where they did the little ceremony at halftime of the basketball game. So those guys were busy. And um, we're getting closer now. You know, Wednesday will be a week away from a football game, as hard as that is to imagine. But uh, that's kind of where we are. We've heard a lot about and talked a lot about opt-outs during the course of the bowl season. Guys making the decision, for whatever reason, not to play in a bowl game. You know, I've commented on this before how, you know, we first dealt with this about, that's eh, a little less than 20 years ago when Sean Andrews first opted out uh, of Arkansas's appearance in the Independence Bowl. And, you know, to be very frank about it, um, you know, players who opted out then were judged much more harshly than players who choose to opt out now are. In that era, what Sean Andrews did was the exception. In this era, what Dalton Wagner is doing is the exception. Dalton Wagner is Arkansas's right tackle, as you know. He's played roughly 50 games in a Razorback uniform. He's played through back issues, broken hands, bad knees, all the things that afflict the linemen. He's played. He's not from our state, but he moved to our state, and he put on our uniform, and we adopted him. And he's made the decision to play in this bowl game. He was invited to play in the East-West Shrine game 
He wants to play pro, pro football. Uh, has a chance to be drafted. If not, has a chance to get a free agent look. But he's decided to play for the Razorbacks in a game that some might deem to be meaningless. Well, when you hear him talk, you know it means a lot to him. That was kind of a difficult decision. There's a really good part of me that was like playing in a pretty good East-West game. Need to get ready for the draft, combine, all that stuff. Then there's that other part of me which spoke a lot louder. Man, I'd really like to play one more. I'd really like to go out the right way, finish my season up as a captain the right way, finish my season up as a teammate, as a friend, as a player to be able to go out there one last time, wear the hog uniform because I felt like I would have regretted a lot more if I had opted out versus if I didn't opt out. And that's nothing against guys that did not that did opt out. You know, I wish them all the best and everything, but I just felt personally and I wouldn't sleep better at night if I had opted out. Now, everybody's cut differently and everybody has different decisions to make. And some of us are in better positions than others when it comes time to make those decisions. And all of those things have to be factored in. But, you know, to listen to Dalton Wagner talk about how much it means to him to play that game, I think that, you know, we, we get fed media narratives, and we're all guilty of this. What happens is the national media begins a narrative, and that filters down to regional media. As it, come, as it pertains to college sports, and that filters down into local media. Well, to the national media, the Liberty Bowl doesn't mean anything. But to the regional media, it ought to mean a little bit more, and to the local media, it ought to mean a lot. Because if you don't understand, if you don't understand what these games, these so-called meaningless games, If you don't understand what they really mean to these kids and their family, then you don't understand the essence of the college football experience. You're merely a fan who watches on television, and your understanding of the experience is minimal. And I don't mean that to be critical. I just mean it because it's the truth. You know, here's a guy that his family's going to come to Memphis. You know, they're going to spend three or four days together. It's going to be his last game as a college football player. Might be his last game ever. You know, you think about his family, you think about his parents, all the times that they drove him to practice when he was 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 years old, all the games that they've traveled to, all the places that they've been, all the money that they've spent to do all that. And they're going to have an opportunity to celebrate that together as a family. Now, it's not just Dalton Wagner. That happens all over college football. It's already happened in bowl games that you may or may not have watched. It's going to happen at every single bowl game that's played this week. That's what college football and the student-athlete experience is really about. Now, it's great when you're in the playoff, and it's great when you're playing on the best team, and it's great when every game you play is watched by America. But the simple reality is that's about 2% of the people that play college football. For the other 98%, it's about experiences that carry them on for the rest of their lives and hopefully have, a, have an impact on what they do for the rest of their lives. So this is not a meaningless bowl game. It may not have anything to do with a playoff, and it may or may not have anything to do with your view on the state of Arkansas football. But it means a lot to these kids. And if you understand what is really going on, you realize that that's one of the really important important aspects of this game that as we watch a lot of other things slip away we've got an opportunity to hang on to and we're going to be remiss if we don't all right we always visit 
on Monday with Razorback legend Matt Jones. And we're going to do that coming up in just a few moments. By the way, we're going to talk to Matt about basketball and the Sean Andrews situation from a few years back. And we're also going to visit with him about Arkansas's defensive coordinator situation and what may be happening there. First, I want to talk to you, though, about Bet Saracen and the Bet Saracen app because I'm always curious how you did over the weekend. I know that thing was smoking over the last couple of days, and I know it'll be that way over the next several days. There's a bowl game every game this week, or every day this week, at least one. SEC, in terms of our teams, I think Mizzou plays at the end of the week at the Gasparilla Bowl. So, uh, for the most part, um, you know, it's going to be teams outside our area. And that's where the Betts Harrison app comes in. You've got to get the best info. If you don't watch them every week, you've got to get the best info. And if you're one of those people who likes to put a little wager on the bowl game, the Betts Harrison app really is the place where you need to be. Now, I know there are Vegas odds, but if you're going to play them legally, you've got to be in Vegas. And there are Arkansas laws that prohibit these big national sports betting apps from operating inside our state. So that means the Bet Saracen app's where you need to be. Check it daily. Make sure you're up to date on the latest info. If you're a newcomer, they've got a great how-to-play video, and that'll get you set and get you ready to go. Again, log on to Bet Saracen or download the Bet Saracen app. You're listening to the Gimme the Hawks Chuck podcast presented by White Curd Realtors, the Griffin Company. Let's tie all this together as we welcome in Razorback legend Matt Jones. We visit every Monday. Matt, let me tell you as we began, I thought about you yesterday. I turned the television over to Fox about 10 minutes till 12 in anticipation of getting ready for the Cowboys game. And I tuned in just in time for the penalty kicks on the World Cup. And I got to see Argentina win the whole thing. And um, I thought about you then. I wondered if you were watching and just what you thought about the whole thing. Chuck, man, you know I love you, man. It's so good to be here with you today. And yes, sir, that was, uh, it, you know, we're all pro- we're all like creatures of the moment or whatever. And, and, and Mbappe had a hat trick. Messi had two goals. And, and people are like, it's the best World Cup ever. And, and you know what? It could have been. The first 70 minutes, it was all one-way traffic. Argentina just was crushing. Then all of a sudden, Mbappe did what he did. Like, he scored scored two goals in two minutes and it was tied up and then next thing you know it's going into extra time and it's going into penalties uh it was theater it was absolutely it was absolutely awesome yes sir well i feel like i've watched it now so uh the fact that i didn't i feel all caught up there you go having watched you but y'all hey the penalty kicks were exciting the one thing that i will say is man when they won i mean that was real passion from the from it's, from the players on the field to the fans in the stands, I mean, it was national passion at its best. And Chuck, I've been to one soccer game. It was in uh, it was in Berlin years ago, but it was a Spanish team versus a, an Italian team, and I was in Germany, so nobody spoke English, and I was a little little nervous about that. But to your point. You're ex- it's the closest thing to SEC football I've ever seen or been around in my life. Like the tailgate and the atmosphere, everything they do, man, they're hooligans. You know, it's 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 out of control, and and the the they live and die and breathe. It's a, it's a it's a religion over there. It's it's like SEC football. That's that's right. 
Well, they don't chase SEC quarterbacks like off the field if they, you know, mess up the way they do goalies in soccer. So, um, but it is, I mean, you know, it was interesting to watch. And again, I only watched 10 minutes. It's not like I watched the whole thing, but I feel like I watched the most important part. And uh, I thought about you because I knew you'd probably watch yes, every sir. minute. All right, let's talk about basketball. Razorbacks go to North Little Rock. They um, they just rolled Bradley. They went on a 14-1 run early in the ball game. We talked uh, talked about that a little bit earlier. Heard Musk talk about Jordan Walsh. And, you know, Walsh, 18 points. And I just want to get your thoughts, Matt. When you watch him play, not just this game, but when you watch him play, what do you see? Well, Jordan, the thing is, Chuck, we, we have a lot of freshmen playing, and so I'm, tr- I'm trying to change my mind and my narrative a little bit because you, you're kind of taught 20, 30 years ago that, that freshmen, they're not, they're not ready yet. And Coach Nutt had this thing, this thing is like, you're not freshman anymore. He's not a freshman anymore. He's, he's stepping, I love him at the four spot. He, he's a little undersized for a, for a true four, but in this league, he's going to be more athletic than every four that he's going to go against. Uh, he's a competitor. He 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 definitely. I mean, what what's not to like about his game? And and the thing is that, uh, and I don't know this uh, because I haven't talked to Musselman, but I'd 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 go out there and say they don't run a single offensive play for him. They're just like, man, you you just be out here. You run up and down the court. You be athletic. Uh, he plays defense. I can't say enough good things about the kid. I, I I love seeing this team grow, and I love seeing how they're coming together. And and uh, it'd be a fun part. It'd be a fun team to be a part of, Chuck. Yeah, it was really fun in Central Arkansas this weekend watching the reception that this team got. And, and, you know, you know more about this than the rest of us, obviously. But, you know, I don't care how good you are, uh, how many people are patting you on the back all the time. You know, when you go into a place, and I mean you are welcomed. When you go to eat, I mean the whole restaurant stands up. Yes, sir. When you go through the lobby of the hotel, it's like you're going to an NCAA tournament game. You know, I know that when you're a player, you did this and they do it now. They play it cool. I mean, they walk through that, ah, oh, there's, there's nothing to this. But I got to believe deep down inside that still means a lot, even to a really good player who hears stuff like that all the time. Chuck, you're, you're, you're not lying, man. Uh, the one thing I remember about Little Rock games, and, and you know, Coach Nutt was a Little Rock guy, and I absolutely love playing Little Rock. I love playing in Fayetteville, too. The difference between Little Rock and Fayetteville is they're calling the hogs when you walk into the restaurant. You know, like they're, they're just, it's a different vibe, a different atmosphere. They don't get you all the time. They get you once or twice a year, and, and sometimes not that much. So it is definitely a different vibe, and, and, and both vibes are good. But I, I, I just, I hope, Chuck, they never stop playing a couple games a year year whether it be football or basketball baseball whatever in Little Rock uh, and I know uh, you, you know everything with the roads and how, they, how how you know they're, they're playing a lot of the games in Fayetteville with money now but the atmosphere is just a different level in Little Rock all right let's talk a little football uh, we played a soundbite a little bit earlier uh, from Dalton Wagner and you know Dalton Wagner is one of these guys who does not have to play in the Liberty Bowl in fact he was invited to the East-West Shrine game and he hopes to be drafted. If he doesn't get drafted, he hopes to latch on with somebody as a free agent, and he may very well get that opportunity. But he's made the decision to play in what those from the outside looking in would call a meaningless bowl game. He said that, um, you know, I couldn't sleep with myself if I didn't play in this game. I remember when, to my knowledge anyway, the first opt-out at Arkansas came. You were the quarterback. Uh, Sean Andrews was on the offensive line. It was prior to the Independence Bowl. And you and I both know Sean took a lot of heat 
over that. Opt-outs were not the norm back then. Um, just can you recall just what it was like with him during that period of time? And I wonder, do you think about that now when you see opt-outs becoming so much more commonplace? Yeah, you know, it's 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 funny you say the outside looking in because that's what it is on the inside. Uh, I, I, I've said this, that Sean Andrews is the best Arkansas Razorback I've played with. As a true freshman, he walked onto the into the locker room and he made people cry. Like, I mean, there were people that were there that were red shirt and playing and they like, he walked in and they're like, well, I'm never going to play as a Razorback. So, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's just how it is. He was the best Razorback in my, my four years up there. And uh, nobody on the inside said a thing, but I get it. And, and you don't want to let the state down. You don't want the people down. But he had to do what he had to do. And and uh, we went out there and won that game. And it was kind of a, a little bit of a tribute to him. I, I, I love Sean. And, you know, I, I kind of went through that, Chuck. Um, my senior year in high school, you get scholarships. Then you have the high school uh, all-star game. And I had people asking me, like, are you gonna, what if you get hurt? You know, are you not going to go play? It's like, Chuck, man, it's another opportunity to go play. This is what I am. I'm a competitor. I play. And, and so you look at all these kids at Arkansas, and, and that's what they want to do. They, they want to play. They, they, it's an opportunity. And, and it, sometimes it's the last time they're going to get to wear that Arkansas on their helmet or across their chest. And I love it, man. Uh, go, go, go play for your team. And, and, and you get it when kids are going to be a first-round pick. I guess that's what kind of we were told, Chuck, was if you're a first or second round pick and and you're and you're not kind of like it's an exhibition bowl game what you you know what I'm saying it's not the 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 final four right. it's like man take care of yourself take care of your family and, and that's what he did you know it's interesting though when you listen to Wagner and you kind of touched on some of it right there about how if you're a competitor if you want to wear the uniform for the last time Wagner said something I thought was interesting he he talked about being a teammate being a friend and, you know, you've been through that. And, um, you know, I guess if you're a good teammate, you do put the other guys first. And it sounds like that's one of the things he wants to do. Man, that's one thing, Coach Pittman, his his team that, that you watch play this year. And I've told you this a couple of times, Chuck, that I, I'd love to be a part of this team. And, and that's it, man. It's an opportunity to go play for your teammates. You look at everybody during camp. And you look at every other, all your brothers and you look at them in the eye and you say, man, I got your back and we all have each other's back. And, and that's why I was a little hateful, I guess, when uh, some of the players quit on the team before the season got over. You know, I, I just that's man. It, you know, if I was looking for players in the transfer portal and, and I had guys quitting on their team before the season's over, man, that's just a red flag to me, man. You're not going to see it, see a lot of things. So the, the fact that they played the, to the season's over, like Malik Hornsby did it the right way. And, and Dalton, Dalton Wagner, man, I love it, man. Every, that's, he's an Arkansan. And, and I've always said Arkans, Arkansas has the best fans and they, they do. They'll, they'll take care of them forever. Sam Pittman said on Friday that he was closing in on a defensive coordinator hire, but wanted to make sure the timing of the announcement was right for everybody. And then lo and behold, you know, 24 hours later, there's numerous reports out there that Arkansas is on the verge of hiring Travis Williams, uh, who's most recently been the defensive coordinator at UCF. Uh, he coached with Gus at Auburn. Uh, he was co-defensive coordinator at Auburn, then became the D.C., um, down at UCF, they went nine and four this year. You know, Matt. I guess ultimately we'll see if he's the guy. It sounds like he might be, but I just wonder about you know from a coaching perspective. And we hear fans and coaches talk about you want to have somebody with SEC ties. You want to have somebody who understands the lay of the land. As one who you know sat 
on the side of the table that, you know, you were the player, the recruiters were after you. How important is it to have someone that knows the lay of the land, someone that is familiar with the SEC, given that a majority of the players you're going to recruit are probably going to be from SEC territory? Yeah, Chuck, if, if anybody on that 04, that 03, 05 Auburn team, man, the one thing you knew they were going to do was hit you. And, and I remember those Auburn teams were very physical. So I like that. If, if that's his pedigree, if that's where he's coming from, uh, we, we, we got to ta- we got to tackle, man. Chuck, we're not going to get all five stars. So you got to coach him up. Uh, you got to be a good recruiter. So that's that's the first. I mean. There, there's no, it's the X's and O's. Everybody's running the same plays. It's just how do you execute it? And and so you got to recruit the talent and and, and recruit uh, the the right guys here. And I love it. I love the fact that he's an SEC guy. If it is like you said, uh, but you got to be able to recruit at, at Arkansas because you're not going to be it. If you're at Georgia or you're at Bama or you're at LSU, yeah, you just got five and four stars sprinkled all over the place, and, and you don't necessarily get that at Arkansas. Football teams are uh, going to begin their bowl prep a little bit more in earnest as we move through this week. What was it like as a player going through bowl prep? I mean, the season's over in terms of the everyday grind, and then you get back together. It's not informal, but it never struck me as being quite as formal. And I just kind of wonder what that's like as a player. Chuck, it's the best time. So as a, as a student athlete, and, and as my time there, you, you got to go to class and then you go to practice. Bowl practice was the best time ever because you didn't have to go to class. It was, you, you get to go work out and and, go, and Coach Nutt did it right, man. We did a lot of ones-on-one, a lot of scrimmaging. And, and I've always said, I had Clark ask me this, uh, he, we, we went up to school together. He said, man, when did it kind of slow down? When did it kind of click for you? And it was like, man, it kind of clicked for me when we had a little break and then we then we practiced and scrimmaged before we went to the Cotton Bowl. So it's good to kind of decompress and get away from it for a couple of weeks and then you kind of come back a little fresh and it and it really did. And and then I you know, I make the joke that it was, you know, twelve degrees outside, so everything was slowed down. You know, it was so cold in that cotton bowl. But they Coach Nutt did it right, man. The the, the bowl games are a reward. Uh, and and I remember that Independence Bowl when we beat Missouri. That's that was one of my favorite games, and and it was one and two in bowl games. So it's it's an oppor- it's another opportunity to go out there and and represent Arkansas. And Chuck, it's going to be a lot of a lot of these players' last game they ever play. Matt Jones, always good to visit with you. We'll listen for you today on halftime with Phil Elson. Doing a good job on that. We always enjoy visiting with you every Monday. So uh, thank you, Chuck. Man, thank you very much. Matt Jones, the Razorback legend, joining us as we wrap up this Monday edition of the Give Me the Hogs Chuck podcast. want to thank Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, for making all this possible. Bet Saracen and the Bet Saracen app. Hope you did well this weekend. And uh, got to study up. Got a lot of bowl games. In fact, there's at least one bowl game every day this week. So the Bet Saracen app will be smoking all week long. All right, get your shopping done. We're back on Wednesday. Till then, thanks for listening. Give me an H. Give me an O. Give me a G. Give me an S. What's that spell? Give me the hug. Chuck. <laughs> this podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.